Hello, everyone. This is Master Rain. And I'm Silly Squirrel. And we are Revive Me Bro Games, a gaming podcast where two best friends discuss cooperative games, multiplayer games, and so much more. We're available anywhere you get your podcasts. So if you listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star review. It's free and it helps support us a ton. Plus, we're giving away free merch. All you got to do is send us a screenshot of your five-star review to our email or social media with your name and address, and we will send the goods wherever you are. Finally, remember to check out our YouTube page with the latest streams and, of course, the pods. Silly Squirrel, my brother. Mm-hmm. How you doing, man? Yo, 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 my man, Master Ray. Oh, my God. Finally back at hey, it, man. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Uh... It's been good. It's been good. I um look. I've been looking forward to this one as I do every single one of our podcasts. Dude, um, we be podcasting nowadays. Yeah, can't com- <laughs> can't complain. Finally, have some time. Um, I've been streaming a little bit, so thank you everyone for watching. Yeah, man. Um, I'm, do- I'm doing great. How about you? Yo, can't complain as well, sir. Uh, life has been been good and uh, uh, busy, 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 busy. Uh, little girl is mm-hmm. grown a ton, and uh, we definitely uh, recently moved to be closer to family, which definitely had me uh, had to take a little bit of a hiatus, right? But I'm back at it. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. back at it. I just started a new uh, a new what's it call it hobby. So you so a lot of people know oh. if you follow me on like the other like TikTok account I have, or if you've seen like some posts. I'll I'll spin like flow lights, right? I'll spin like the yeah, LED lights, yeah. and I and and what I have when I have two, one in each hand, it's called like uh, poi, right? So uh, the, it's like LED poi that I spin, but I just upgraded or changed, and I now I am practicing what's called rope dart poi or rope dart flow, oh. which is like when I started it and started doing research in it, I didn't actually realize, and it, like yeah. it really is a martial art. So it's like basically just having the long rope with a knife at the end of it. But instead of a knife, I have an LED light. <laughs> oh, that is so cool. Yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking Dude, about. Dude, so I've been practicing that for like about a week and a half now. And like, it's it's almost like, you know, going from one instrument to the other. Like if you, you know, you, you do like the uh, clarinet and you go to the saxophone or vice versa, you know, it's like they're so similar, right? And like, uh, mm-hmm. I've been, uh, since we have a large yard now um, and no neighbors, like I can turn this crazy bright lights on and and when I spin it, like I spin it really far from me and I can like launch this thing really far and stuff like that. So it's been, it's been badass. Nice. Like I, I can't wait to actually get like really good at it. Cause like the truth is because now it's like a martial art, like there's some people out there who are like phenomenal at it, like phenomenal. Uh, I was watching like, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, side note, but I was watching this like old, like, uh, uh, like, like Asian master at it, like just you know, pick up a thing yeah. and just kind of do it. Dude, I was blown yeah. away. He, he did it so fast, so effortlessly, just so perfect. Like every move and like every wrap around his body. I was just like, that's freaking like you have Nen, you have like Chi that you charge up or whatever in yeah. order to do that because that's <laughs> impressive. Like what yeah. the heck? <laughs> yeah, Nine it's like you have Nen. <laughs> you have Nen that you flow around you, don't you, sir? <laughs> uh, that's really cool. No, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you uh, do this more or seeing you do it live, which might be sooner rather than later. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, that's really cool, dude. Uh, I mean, I wish I could say I picked up a new hobby. Uh haven't really had the time uh but you know feeding my new hobby i did just purchase a miu mini Ooh. Uh, if you're into emulation you probably recognize the name 
But for everybody and, else, uh, what is Mew, that? Yeah, what is a Mew Mini? Basically, imagine a Game Boy Color, but Ooh. it has all these emulators installed. Ooh. So it has Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, Game Boy Advance, PlayStation 1, Neo Geo, what? and all these other, like, old school, like, consoles. No way, dude. And it comes, yeah, it comes preloaded with a lot of games, and it is such a delight to play with that little thing. What? It's, the thing is, it's it's small, uh-huh. and so it, it, you can literally put it in your pocket, Yeah, yeah. and it doesn't weigh much. The battery life is really good. It is honestly the best way to play, like, a handheld game. So dude. I've been playing uh, uh, Pokemon Sapphire yeah. and Final Fantasy VI. Huh. Uh, my wife's been playing Pokemon uh, Leaf Green. And like I got it from this guy at work uh-huh. who uh, he posted it. He's like, selling Mew Mini doesn't fit my hand. <laughs> I'm like, all right, cool. Like, I'll, I'll buy it from him. So we meet up, and this dude is huge. <laughs> this motherfucker is he's huge. Like, this man is like. From the mountains of Caucasus. He needs a Mio Gigante then, not a many. <laughs> yeah, so this guy is huge. And he grabs the thing. Okay, first, like, I was trying to contain my laughter. <gasps> and then he pulls out the Mio Mini. Oh, man. And he's holding it. Oh, man. And it's like, yeah, he wasn't kidding. His fucking thumb probably covers the whole screen. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> goodness. Dude, that's... And he goes... Wow. He goes, yeah, it, it doesn't fit my hand. <laughs> I was like... I was like, oh god, I'll yeah, man, I'll take it from you. And uh, wow. what yeah. a find though. It was hilarious. It was hilarious. Yeah. Got it for relatively cheap. I mean, they are pretty cheap, to be honest. You can probably get these on Amazon. Uh-huh. They, they kind of take a while to ship, but totally worth it. You can get your hands Sweet. on Sweet. So I've been playing around with that. I also have my Nintendo DS. Uh, but now that I have the Mio Mini, it's like kind of point pointless. <laughs> But anyway, uh, so that's been my go-to gaming stuff since I haven't been able to play anything else, yeah, really. Yeah. Let's let's talk about games. Let's talk about some you know? games, talk- dude. Um, yeah. So so let's do this, dude. Let's hit the road with today's topic: video game adaptations in film and on TV. There mm-hmm. has been a number of things that have come out over the years. Many people have seen a lot of it already. We're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about some of the good, some of the bad, and what we think is really important. That if some director out there, some producer, or some studio just catches wind of this podcast, please, for the love of God, hear us out. Um, but to get kind of started and rolling now, this topic, you know, video game movies, TV shows like that. Silly squirrel, my brother. What are your favorite uh, uh, video game movies, and what are some of the worst ones that uh, you've seen? And then we'll really get you know go into it later, obviously. But uh, uh, I'm really curious which ones are uh, your your you know your favorites and the ones that you really hated. Yeah. Um. So I have a very soft spot for Mortal Kombat one, the uh, Paul Anderson one from a long time ago. Sweet. I l- used to love the second one, but then watching it as an adult, I realize it's not as good as the first one. Mm. <laughs> uh, the first one is is like I love it because it literally grabs the game and makes it into a movie and the actors are they're in it they're having fun yeah and the whole movie is fun and it's memorable and it doesn't need to be so deep it's like you have these fighters trying to save the world you know yeah like the final battle in the movie mm-hmm. was really iconic especially with the music I mean the music yeah. oh my god the music yeah you're talking about like everyone wa- we're talking about the I'll steal your mm-hmm. souls dude right yeah what's his name oh my god <laughs> 
Shang Tsung. Yeah. So yeah, like the final battle against Shang Tsung, like that one's really good, really good choreography. Anyway, Mortal Kombat yeah, one. The actor was badass at that too, man. Dude. I know I he really was. So dude, iconic, I know, bro. He, oh my god. I know his face was uh it's like On if the, there's been ever been an actor that is meant to play a bad guy. <laughs> dude. Guy. Dude. <laughs> yes. And then I liked all Tomb Raider films. Every single one of them. I like them. I like the two Angelina Jolie ones. (laughs) Just kidding. Hey, hey, I like Angelina Jolie films and I like the the one that came out a few years ago. I do like those two. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. Yeah. And then lastly, I think Advent Children, even though story wise, it's a bit whack. And unless you play Final Fantasy VII, you won't really get the gist of it. Right. But I remember seeing it as a kid and thinking that the quality of the film was fantastic. And uh, and it was a lot of fun. Like, I had no clue exactly what was going on, but I at least knew who Cloud was. I knew who Aerith was. <laughs> I knew who, you know, even though, you know, I knew who Sephiroth was. Uh, it, it was great. I, I enjoyed that movie a lot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's funny because, like, if you sit down and watch that movie with anybody who's just maybe heard of the game, there's, like, it's like, how do you explain 150 hours of gameplay to somebody so they can watch a movie? <laughs> I know, right? It's like, please play the game prior to the movie. How long is the game? Ooh. It has many discs. Got- <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's like, uh, well, uh, uh, but but yeah, the, I think, you know, for me to start there, like, what are my favorites and worst? Like, Advent, I'll start favorite, Advent Children is definitely in the list of my favorite uh, video game meditation movies because for all those reasons, all those exact mm-hmm. reasons. And it's like, it felt like it stayed true to the character in a lot of different ways. And for the time, at the time, after Final Fantasy had seven had come out, getting that content was like, oh my God. You know, it was just like yeah, something. Yeah. And it was Final Fantasy seven. It was epic and it was cloud. And then that Sephiroth fight scene was just, right? It was so good. So much fun to watch that movie, right? Um, Especially mm-hmm. having uh, since I knew the lore too, <laughs> um, I uh, I also want to say um, I really like the Sonic movies. You know, I probably would actually I definitely would not have liked them. Sonic not looked as good as the character did now, and I think things can be very cheesy and really kid oriented. I mean, but Sonic and Tails, especially when Tails comes out, like it definitely is like you know super kid like right because that's what tails is like right yeah when knuckles comes out things get to be tend to be time mature because knuckles is the way knuckles is right all that to say it it feels true to the feeling of like sonic when you're playing the game or sonic adventure one and sonic adventure two and uh you know spoiler alert sonic's part spoiler alert uh, we may get shadow for a sonic 3 movie and they're definitely doing a sonic 3 movie from from what they've done already right but if they can not only stay true, but like really try hard to get into that like video game lore with this, oh man, it's gonna be fantastic! <laughs> so funny. You'll have Sonic and Shadow going supersonic, and uh, what was what is Shadow's name? Silver Shadow. Oh my gosh, I forgot his name now. Um, I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> supersonic <laughs> and uh, Super Shadow. Okay, maybe that's what they called it. I thought it was like like. Hyper Hyper Shadow. That's what I remember a lot of people calling it. Supersonic and Hyper Shadow. That being said, having them go Super Saiyan and fight in space with like the ultimate life form that Robotnik creates. Please, yeah. I want it. I would love it. And seeing Super and seeing Supersonic in this last movie was like that was so freaking fun. And like the the, the hot dog jokes were kind of a lot, but 
I, mean, I, know, I laughed. So dude. many hot I dog jokes. I did laugh with that last hot dog joke. He's Sonic is literally like ascended, right? Can do anything. And he calls down like this blizzy, you know? <laughs> like I did laugh at that. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. So, you know, there's things I hope that can change it, whatever. But I did like those adaptations. Now, the ones that I really hated, though, uh, I'll start with Ooh. the. Uh, I'll start with this one. Avatar, the last Bender movie. I know it's not a video game movie, but fuck <laughs> movie specifically because they should not have done what they did to Aang and Katara and suck. <laughs> anyways, anyways. Uh, but I, I, all your horses. One that I one that I uh, really didn't really like as, as well was like Assassin's Creed. I uh, really love the lore of Assassin's huh. Creed, and they felt like they wanted to just make money off of the fact that you played this cool game and you felt epic and I just kind of tried so hard to make that make you feel epic again and like it's like I don't want to feel so ah watching this movie oh it's so so cool I want to just yeah. I just want like to get the lore right like I just want to get that that feeling that I got from Assassin's Creed 1 when you you know you get into like the the corporate area and you're just like there's this mystery this crazy mystery right and like slowly reveals itself as like things go on and even reveals itself within like you know the uh the dream world or whatever the the, the dreamscape or whatever yeah, yeah, right yeah. and it, it's really intense because now you don't even know what's real because it's like you're 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 getting things that happen from the real world but you're like getting clues in that and like this you know back in like uh, jerusalem and stuff like that i was like yeah I didn't get that in the movie, and I, and obviously the game really, <laughs> really does that, right? So, yeah, that's what that's what really bothered me about it. But you know what? Yeah, there really are a lot of video game movies that like really, really bothered me, dude. And I'm and we you know we can go into them a little bit more here because because I'm sure there's a quite a few for you too, bro. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, in terms of movies that absolutely suck, I do remember watching the Super, Super Mario Brothers movie. The original one with uh, Brian Hoskins and John Leguizamagazano, whatever. <laughs> the most uncommon. Sorry, I, I have a problem. I have, I know, I have a problem with that name. It's like, I have never met another Latino with that name. Bro. Never. Never. And I, I mean, I mean, maybe his mom or his dad is like Portuguese, but. For the longest time, I didn't think he was Latino. I'll just put it that way. I know, dude. <laughs> I know, man. Like, legit, me too. Yeah, but hey. The Super Super Mario Brothers movie, I remember watching as a kid. And even as a kid, I was like, this shit sucks. <laughs> I was so disappointed. <laughs> oh. uh, so the Super Mario Brothers movie. And then there's a movie with Gerard Butler called Gamer that I was hyped for. Because the idea was that you had this gamer who would use his avatar was basically this con. And so Gerard Butler plays the con and you have this gamer controlling Gerard Butler. And so the idea seemed cool. But then when I watched the movie, it was the first time a movie offended me. Uh, I remember renting it, actually. Renting it. I went going to get the DVD. And this was before Twitter or even Facebook. It's like, I watched the movie. I'm like, that movie. <laughs> Because it had this, like, preachy tone of, like, video game violence that was pointless. And most of the movie wasn't even about video games. It was just a plot point. But anyways, like, regardless of what the movie's about, I did not like it. I felt very offended. And the... I remember the trailer was selling it as a, like, basically like a video game movie or a movie that, you know, was about video games and all that. And I should have known. And we watched the hmm. movie, and it's like incredibly insulting. Should have uh, known. Anyway, uh, oh, and and 
I almost forgot to mention this. I'm in between. Actually, no. This is one of my favorite movies. Doom. The original Doom with The Rock and Carl Urban was one of my favorite movies in terms of adaptation. Because the beginning, it's more of a horror film. Yes! Yes. Really good. Yes, dude. <laughs> yes. And then that first person view when like the dude finally yes. like goes, oh my gosh, movie, not a lot of movies had it's done that at that point. Payoff. And I remember like, we were freaking out. We were just like, oh, because it was just like the chainsaw oh, yeah, going. We were, like, we were just together. like, oh, shit. Oh my gosh. This is amazing. And then, like that fight with the rock and the and the dude at the end. Like, honestly, like when but I first watched it. It was cheesy, them, but it, it was, was, it was good. It was it was, good. It, was <laughs> it was it was cheesy, but it was good, and it, it it almost like it understood itself, right? That was one of the few movies uh, that The Rock, like you know, ne- didn't necessarily like just tank <laughs> for being The Rock, because that was perfect. You know, The Rock being the good guy, then becoming the villain because he got the. Uh, I know, and I like that, oh, and I man. like that, and, dude. I'm and gonna watch light. that one a lot. Yeah, yeah, I, I might watch that tonight. Uh, but Hell yeah, the idea. The idea the idea, I mean, at first, the idea of, like, depending on the person's morality, does the, like, what do they call it? The, um, whatever virus will infect you mm-hmm. a certain way, you know? Uh, and I know we're kind of going overboard on this, but it's like, what I'm trying to get to is you have a lot of movies that did a lot of good things, but weren't necessarily executed well, or did a lot of horrible things and could have just gotten more love. And I feel like Doom was like right in between where it's like the the directors had a vision for the film, mm-hmm. but yet still try to keep it close to what the game's like. Yeah. And I know like at first it's really jarring that you have these Marines kind of, you know, like being all careful and shit. Yep. 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 But the first Doom, even though it's intense, it's scary. It's yes. a scary game. Yes. And also Doom 3 just came out, which was also a scary game. So yes. It, it wasn't too far off from the games. And yes. then, of course, the payoff of the first-person shooter aspect where it goes straight out Doom. <clears throat> I mean, that was, the, that was the highlight of the film. That was so good. But the movie itself was fun. I don't know. Like, it's not... It, it, it was what it was, and I loved it. And I thought Carl Orban was badass. I thought The Rock was actually pretty funny and good. Right. And then the... the Oh, and all the monsters were done, like, not CGI, but they were actually, like... Yes! That makes a big difference. So, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool, you know. You know, you made a good point when it was, like, the beginning of the movie is, like, a horror film, and then, like, you know, it does switch around when Carl Urban, like, like, gets, like, the power or whatever, and he gets, like, stronger. He becomes, like, like, the Doom Slayer or whatever. Then it's, like, (laughs) dude, this this thing took a turn, and I love the way it feels because, yes, they're getting their asses whooped at the beginning, right? It needs to have that whole feeling, and then he gets stronger, and you know it's just like a video game right just like a video game and uh i guess that brings us to like you know the the um i guess like the main biggest point here of tonight's podcast or today's podcast which is uh we've for the past year we've had a number of good adaptations uh but ever since the halo show uh and you can go and check out uh the episode from our pod do you remember what episode it was silly by any chance oh, i don't God. know uh Give me a sec. <laughs> well, I'll still look for that. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, there's been, ever since that came out, there have been, and you know, like I said, we can go listen to it, but a lot of video game IPs have managed to make the jump from games to the silver screen. Did you uh, did you find that episode name by any chance? It's, uh, it was episode 15, uh, released in June 14 of last year. There we go. Um, there we go. Awesome. Uh, so you can hear us just absolutely rip and tear apart the Halo show 
for what it was. Sorry, the Master Cheek show. Um. Anyways, <laughs> uh, <laughs> in, uh, indubitably. <laughs> oh my God! But uh, but let's uh, let's uh let's talk about some of these uh you know important things that important uh, video games uh adaptations or IPs that have actually made it onto the silver screen. We're gonna talk some that are uh that were just on TV, right? But we are they're important mentions because of just how well or how poorly they were done, right? For in, in so. Go ahead, sir. So if I if I may add, and and don't mean didn't mean to interrupt you, but but if I may add, it's like in the past few years, uh, there's been very a lot of very good adaptations, and I find it very frustrating when the Super Mario movie came out, or even The Last of Us, which you know just came out this year. There mm-hmm. was all these articles saying the curse of the video game movie huh. will it finally be rebroken and i'm just here thinking like i mean yeah like there's a lot of bad video game movies but there's a lot of good ones too and it's like now they're acting they're act, now, now these all these articles which are basically clickbaits are saying that we finally get a good one where i'm like didn't y'all watch the angry birds or arcane or how about that castlevania mm-hmm. show that came out a few years ago like You've had some good adaptations, and I think we should praise those adaptations and see what is the common denominator yes. of what makes some good adaptation yes. good. Here, here. Yeah, and so, like, I mean, if you go and listen to our Halo podcast, we had a lot of issues with that show, a lot of issues. They, they, they did a few things right and a ton of things wrong. A ton. And I don't then, even want to get into that one. My God. We yeah, we, we, we won't. Podcast. We won't. Just, <laughs> yeah, but then you go and see like the Super Mario film, a Super Mario Brothers film, or the Last of Us show, right. or any of the Sonic movies, yep. and you're like, wow, that was actually very good. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, let me tell you why. Yep. The common denominator of most of these films is that they stay true to the thing they're adapting. And <laughs> and I think Master Rain can agree yep. that it, that doesn't necessarily mean fan service. That doesn't mean we need fan service. Yes, fan service is good. Aye. But but like, okay, why do people like The Last of Us? Because not mm-hmm. only does it follow the story like very well, almost to the T, but it because it's still it adds a it adds to the lore of the of the game. Mm-hmm. And B, they don't change things just to change things. They change things thinking of how maybe they could have done something better in the game. Yeah. Like Neil, like I we know like Neil Druckmann was very much a part of the show and part of the showrunners, and he even wrote and directed some of the episodes. But having that connection and and that interaction with the, the creators of the IP allows this other adaptation. Not only to be respectful, but to feel to have the same like core, you know. Right. Like in the end, you look right. Like yes, Joel ends up. Joel and his brother are like Latinos this time around. And granted, I was one of the first ones to be like, "Oh, okay, they're going that route." Mm-hmm. But you know what? At the end of the day, the character is basically the same. Mm-hmm. The fact that they're Latino doesn't change anything about his character. And if anything, it, I kind of. At the end, I digged it because Pedro Pascal really killed it. And his brother, or the person who plays his brother, also killed it. 
and even his daughter being like like a half black half latina in the, in the beginning of the, sh the show mm -hmm. i didn't have a problem with it because the character in essence was the same right and that's what mm -hmm. i don't m mind if you change the character's race but you keep the character the same i think that's okay yeah you know yeah, yeah. unless unless the character's race has a lot to do with his uh well characteristics you right, know, like right. Miles Morales is a half black, half Latino character. Right, you want to keep Miles Morales, Miles Morales. You know, right, you can't just change Peter Parker and make him into a Latino. Right, you, know? you kind of <laughs> uh, like, for example, like Black Superman. You kind of can't give him the same backstory where he grows up in like the cornfield, like town village of Kansas or whatever, because like. If, if, if the guy flying around is black and there's this one black guy in this town right after he flew around, it's kind of easy to put one and one together because, like, there's not a lot of people. You get what I'm saying <laughs> now, right? Let's just be real. Let's just be real. I would love a black yeah. Superman. I think it would be badass, right? Oh, but I now, badass. Badass. But I think you're going to have to also change the backstory of Superman. And now we're no longer talking about Superman, but a side story now, which. A lot of us have said, hey, you know, you can we can do a lot of, uh, uh, you know, we don't have necessarily have to adapt something just because you guys are trying to uh, make money. You know, we can please come up with some original ideas of things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, get what, you kind of get what I'm saying there. Um, uh, Star yeah, Wars, yeah. case in point, you know, with, uh, with yeah. kind of what, what happened there. Um, but here's an So what you just said about The Last of Us show is extremely important because that's a show that people followed as from a game that had a lot of a lot of lore, a lot of story, and the show it did it well. Now, what about a game that has absolutely no story and yet the show somehow lived up to its story well? There's an example: Arcane, the League of Legends, oh uh, animated on Netflix. In League of Legends yeah. is a game, everybody. If you don't know, it does not have a story. I mean, other than like who the characters are, maybe they have a backstory, maybe they have some interactions between themselves and some cutscenes. Yeah. I don't yeah, really yeah. know much more about the story of League of Legends other than they there's like fighting going on, right? I don't know. Yeah. The fact that Arkane was able to give them a deep lore, meaningful lore, not only that, on top of amazing animation, amazing music, hats off. Wow. Like how many people like did, did, did uh, Arkane bring in for League of Legends, right? tons of people people who never played it just because they love the show and they love the characters that they met that's huge in my opinion because then now we can see what netflix actually worked alongside with the uh, uh the developers of league of legends i forget them right now who is it oh my god um but they worked alongside they worked together and that really helped now i don't know the halo show i can't remember how much they worked together but jeez yeah jeez right now let's real quick. Uh, let's go through. Uh, let's go through the list of some of these games because, like, you guys are kind of already hearing. Like, you, and, and and as we go through these games, Silly already mentioned the common denominator with the good games. As we go through these lists, you will hear the common denominator with the bad games. And in fact, we've have already mentioned it. So, Super Mario Bros. That was, in my opinion, fantastic. For even though it was, mm. it had issues. It had issues. It had cheesiness. It had whatever. It was fantastic, and I think Disney should quake in their boots. What do you think, Silly? I'm in the same boat. I think the Super Mario Brothers movie was everything we hoped the other one was going to be many, 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 many moons ago. Right. Yeah, it has issues, but, I mean, I bought the movie, man. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I had fun. I can't wait to watch it with my kid. 
I yep. bought it. Uh, because at the end of the day, it everything that I wanted it to be basically kind of like a Disney Super Nintendo movie. That's exactly what it was. That's exactly and what it was. On, and everyone's hating on Chris Pratt or on Princess Peach, like get over yourselves. Like it works. Yo, it works, it for, works. for the movie. It works. And yep. you forget that Mario is even voiced by Chris Pratt. You really do. Amen so, to that, dude. Yes. Literally, yeah. yes. Literally. The only voice I had an issue with was Seth Rogen's Donkey Kong voice. But even that, yeah, like, yeah, I can yeah, get yeah. over but it. But even then, yeah, I can get you over do it. get over it real quick. Yeah, right. You do get over it really quick. Yeah. It's distracting <laughs> at first because it's very Seth Rogen. When, especially when it's ha, 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 his laugh. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, God. Like, yeah. was he high? recording this i know right i know right but of course of course right but anyway. <laughs> but anyways uh Good right that's a that's a that's exactly and uh uh very true to super mario stuff right we could talk about the little in a little bit of, uh, more because that's an important one for the future the dungeons and dragons uh movie dnd honor among thieves wow 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 dude what do you think about it? And talk about good timing, too. Talk about good timing. You know, with Diablo and then Baldur's Gate just coming out. Yes. The movie just came out in the right moment. Yes. And and plus with the Stranger Things introducing D&D, right? Um, although D&D mm -hmm. is not exactly a video game, a lot of games owe their designs to D&D. You know, like, oh, yeah. uh, you know, like Planescape Torment, all the Elder Scrolls games, uh, Warcraft. Like, there's... I mean, I, the list goes on and on and on. Baldur's Gate, like I mentioned. So having a movie that is close to what a D&D &D campaign would feel like or even look like mm -hmm. w was fantastic. And not just that. It was a good, it was a good movie. That's Again, a, I was, yes. I was entertained. I was entertained. You know, so you mentioned fanfare earlier. Like, you don't have to do fanfare. A little bit is good, right? The D&D &D movie did the fanfare, I think, like majestically because the potato thing was uh oh, it's yeah. like an actual <laughs> like meme like in the dnd world right so the fact that they did that and they do other things and even name drop baldur's gate like in there right like i yeah, was yeah. like Mwah! that was like that was like a chef's kiss you know what i'm saying like that was good like that was that was so much fun to watch i loved it so much fun that was so much fun and and the, and the other thing too is like you have characters that have flaws and for most of the D&D &D games you try to role play as a character right mm -hmm. and usually your characters become memorable not just memorable not because of the stories you create with your friends but also because a lot of times like you start changing your character a bit because of the situations that they go through and so what's awesome is that you really truly role play. It's like all you're 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 acting. Yeah. And the fact that in this movie you have these actors act, I mean I'm a little meta here, but like you have the actors acting D, D characters and they have their own arcs and the arcs are very rewarding. It, it felt like a good representation of what it feels like to play an RPG and what it feels like to play like the tabletop game. Yep. You know, and, oh, and, absolutely. And, and, ha and I just played Baldur's Gate not so long ago with some of my friends. And I truly, truly role-played my character. And I felt that watching this movie. That is like, oh, yeah, like I can see Luis being this character. I can see Sapito being this <laughs> character, you know, like like it just makes it made sense to me, you know. But anyway. yeah, yeah, no, it's yeah, exactly. It's it was good. And I, and I think uh, I, I really hope that, uh, you know, the, the D&D &D community is just like 
completely thrilled with something like that because they're definitely a big community now. The YouTube, there's a YouTube show that that's super big, um, and you know that's that's it's vocal. You know, people uh, producers are going to see. You know, why did that movie do so well? Oh, these reasons, right? Um, because they stay yeah. true to that feeling of what it's like to be in D and D. You know, like and, and, and like even in the mm-hmm. beginning, there was something that was like if they had just waited. You know, and just and the and how many times have a dungeon master been so upset because they're trying to make people go one way and everyone's just like, no, we're gonna go do this thing instead. <laughs> oh my god. But that's a good mention and a very important mention. Last of Us, we we talked about that a little bit already. That's a it's super, super good adaptation of what that game felt like. And that's the thing, it's like what the game feels like. Right. You don't if yeah. like you're trying to freaking just make money off the thing and you don't make us feel like what the game felt like, then F you, right? Like get out of here. Like yeah. um Sonic. Maybe you don't necessarily like feel like the game. There's a few few things in the game or whatever, but like they just so stay true to that, like this like come kind of silly Sonic and and <laughs> obviously the animation and and all, all that was was really fun and 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 a nice to look at. Like it wasn't like, I don't know, it wasn't terrible, right? They they could have they almost made Sonic look terrible, but they didn't, thankfully, because they what? Listen to people, listen to what freaking everybody was saying, right? I mean, it, it took a little bit, right? It took a little bit of harassment for them to get there, but I sure believe that they're happy that they that they got harassed into fixing Sonic. Because look how much money money they've made. Sonic 2 probably would not have existed without it. Any thoughts there, Silly? I think you nailed it in the head. Perfect. Mortal Kombat 1, great. Annihilation. Ooh. And then you have uh, the mo- the mo- uh, that most recently came out. And I think uh, we're going to get more co- Mortal Kombat films in the future, dude. And I'm here for yeah. that. Sure. You know, and, and, and look at that. Like the Mortal Kombat film was uh, fairly, I wouldn't say it was amazing, but it was, it was, it was. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I had fun. Yep. Again, same thing as all of these, right? Uh, the Tomb Raider film, the one that came out a few years ago, I liked that it stayed true to the latest Tomb Raider games, the more edgier move, uh, movies, ah, uh, games. Yeah. I think that the, the actress playing Lara Croft was a good representation of the new Lara Croft. Yeah. She was very good in terms of acting, even though the, the movie script wasn't that great. But, like, <laughs> her acting was still very believable. Like, yeah, I looked at it. I was like, that's a Tomb Raider film. You know, it has everything I've, I was thinking about Tomb Raider. And, and I, I, again, I liked it because it, it felt like the game. And I played the first Tomb Raider game. Uh, I think that came out, what, 2014, 15? Uh, I played it. It was very, very good. It was a very good answer to Uncharted. And the movie really tries to, like, Grab that and put it in film. Failed in a few things, but again, average film, not as bad as people say it is. Mm-hmm. It's a good rental, I would say. For sure. Uh, and then going into like other movies like Ready Player One, I think was a phenomenal film with with just, yeah. just made for fan service. Oh, yeah. Know? Oh, yeah. Perfect. Detective, yeah, yeah. Detective Pikachu was everyone's dream. Even though it's not a video game. Right, because it's obviously a show too, or whatever. Um, yeah, yeah, like an anime. Nailed it, nailed it. Also, we've all wanted to know what what a Bulbasaur would look like next to us, you know, or yes. Mr. Mime, you know, like yes. it's that was really, really uh, like, like, oh my god, like if these animals existed, this it's is so what cute. it would be like. It's so cute. You know, <laughs> I know. Kind of on a different note, the movie Tetris on Apple TV was one of the best, in my opinions, like based on the true story movies I've seen this year. Not actually it, the video game, right? But it's about the video it's game. Not, it's, it's about important. the video game. Yeah, it's about the video game. It's about how the video game came to be. 
Yep. Which the whole story's freaking bonkers. Could you imagine? But Dude. it's but then you read about it and it's like, yeah, most of that shit is true. <laughs> oh wow. And so it's 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 you know, it's a movie about a video game, but again, it's 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 the only one of its kind, I think, like like that. I think so for now. For now. It's but what I like about this movie is that it, it's the same thing where it's like you have directors and creators and uh, filmmakers that care about the subject. And you can see that in the editing and the cinematography and the acting and the script. Like they want to tell a good story. And it doesn't have to be like, I'm going to change my life because of this movie. But it's like a good story can be entertaining, life changing mm-hmm. or, you know, or just A to B. But in the end, we're kind of in it for the ride, you know. Like, for example, Angry Birds. The story is just there. It's But the animations are cute. And the story is just something that we follow along. And we keep watching. And then at the end, the Angry Birds movie is hilarious. It's more of a comedy. Yeah, like, I guess if you want to go into more, like, really, really, really top-tier shit, then you know you want to talk. You can talk about, like, the Cuphead show, Castlevania show. Uh, funny the, uh, arcane the, mm-hmm. cyberpunk the cyberpunk sonic show prime. is i haven't seen sonic prime yet is it good yeah it's actually pretty good <laughs> oh hell yeah i'm gonna it's, watch it it's <laughs> well it's well acted too no yeah, way it's, it's really are you serious good. and yeah and uh sonic boom the um, game was shit but the show was hilarious oh my goodness very very good yeah very very yeah. good cyberpunk oh my god that was if you haven't watched it, you know, and you've played Cyberpunk, like, you need to go watch that. Like, what's wrong with you? If you've never played Cyberpunk, don't really know much of the lore, and you're like, well, do I need to know anything about Cyberpunk before I get into it? You don't. You don't. You just go into it, and you're going you're gonna to understand by the end of it how the game makes you feel. Dude, I was literally playing Cyberpunk and watching while watching Edge Runners recently, and... Like I was playing and I literally was like then watching the show and I'm like, this this the feeling I'm getting is the same. Like, like yeah. I'm in the I'm in the game and like these things are happening. There's this huge world, so many characters around, yeah. people getting blown up to pieces or whatever, crazy, crazy stuff going on. And then the show, you know, you're yeah. going through watching these characters and and you know, you're you're going through the development of their, their, their craziness and like you know, going through the crime and just getting deeper into crime, deeper into crime. And you don't think that they're gonna be able to, but pff, that's what it requires to be a legend, right? And you, you hear things like you you wanna live a quiet life or do you wanna go out in a blaze of glory? Or like you wanna be a legend or do you wanna, <laughs> yeah. you know, go to sleep or whatever. It's like, it's like, oof, they they that world that it's created, like the in, in the world that you get to experience in cyberpunk, it's a hundred percent there in Edge Runners. Like the the apartment, mm-hmm. the places you see, the roads you're mm-hmm. on, the build some of the, some of the buildings you visit in, in in Edge Runners in the show. Yeah, Beautiful. yeah. And I mean, granted, that show gave way to more people playing the game. A hundred percent. It brought it back. It brought people back to the game, which Legit. I think that's just incredible. The fact yep. that that can happen. Yep. Yep. Which, which, thank you for mentioning um, of the fact that it did bring people back uh-huh. to the game. That is so important. Real quick, we need to talk about these Netflix shows that are doing a great job. So, Castlevania is one of them. Arcane's another one. Dragon Age, I think, is actually like not that bad. Mm. I think people are, are liking it. I'm not really sure because I've really watched it too much. And then uh, I'm not sure one. either. Yeah. yeah. So you know, it sure could be a, it could be a dud, the Dragon Age one. But the fact that it's there being made, and I think they're working with the uh, the makers of Dragon Age. That think that really makes uh, a lot of sense. Castlevania, dude, that first episode was like, I like it. Oh my 
Oh, that was so good. Oof, so good. Yes. Oof. So, oh my God, that was so good, right? That, <laughs> whatever Netflix is doing with their video game adaptations is fire, dude. They're doing such a freaking good job. Whatever Netflix is doing with their anime adaptations, please stop. Just probably don't do it anymore. You might be better off just going straight into the video game adaptations from here on out. Because, like, like the live action, uh, what was the uh, uh, most recent movie? Cowboy Bebop. Like, a lot of people didn't like it. Uh, live action Full Metal. A lot of people didn't like it. The live action One Piece. A lot of people are going to not watch it. Then, and, and then you yeah. have the live action Avatar that's coming out. Not a movie. At least it's a show that, that they're working with the people who made Avatar in order to, like, get, you know, to really try to make a live action show that really hits the nail of Avatar. The Last Airbender. Yeah. I'm about that. Yeah. I'm about that. That seems different than what they that, that than what uh uh that seems more along the lines with the video game shows. You get what I'm saying? Like Arcane and Cyberpunk, right? But please, yeah. I, Netflix, if you're listening, please more Arcane and Cyberpunk. Like that was in like Castlevania, mm, delicious. So mm. good. So good. Um, I had this on the notes here, everybody. The worst movie of them all, the worst video game movie of them all. Um, we did speak about that a little bit. I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. It's the old super that that first Super Mario movie. Like that is the absolute yep. worst adaptation for any video game thing ever done. I don't think there's anything else that's worse. Even like I saw there's like a Dead or Alive like a, a movie adaptation or whatever, and that was probably better, dude. I swear to you, dude. Like well, <laughs> as a video game adaptation, dude. Like it was so horribly bad but what the common denominator and like some of the some what because we're going to talk about here uh some of the bad ones that we feel the thing that really sets them apart as being really bad it's when you have these studios or producers or whatever yeah. not care about listening to the directors that love the lore or love the show or love sorry love the video game or whatever or actors even or writers even that really know the lore of said material said ip very well but the people who are paying for the for the for the movie for the entertainment for the content yeah. those people don't want to hear it those people don't want to hear those suggestions those people just want to create something with said ip in order to make money case in point halo halo show is not the halo video game period period you get what i'm saying the suit that yeah. old super mario yeah. movie that came out is not super mario period now we yeah. can go through the list here of the video games that we were. Uh, I'm just gonna read the list down so that we can like really talk about like all all the things that like really made them bad, right? Prince of yeah, Persia, yeah, yeah. <coughs> uh. Assassin's Creed, the Uncharted uh. movie, the Monster Hunter movie, the Need for Speed movie, the Resident Evil, Welcome to Raccoon City, and the shows that have been on Netflix, the mm -hmm. Doom Annihilation movie. Um, and and I think Rampage didn't really do so well either. Uh, uh, but those have been some of the few ones that specifically Prince of Persia, dude. Prince of Persia literally made people go out and say, I think, literally, I think Prince of Persia is one of those actual movies that, that like broke the camel's back in how the public views diversity, right? Because mm -hmm. Prince of Persia is full of, let me just say it, very white people pretending to be Persians. <laughs> and when that happened, and the world was like- It, it was awkward, yeah. It was, it was awkward, awkward, dude. And everyone's just like, are there no person actors out there that could have participated? What the hell? Why? Why? Why are there no good person actors that could literally do their own like stunts? Oh my god, dude! It's like that was that was that was a problem. That was a problem. It also wasn't good. It know? also wasn't good. <laughs> it also didn't live up to the Lord of Prince of Persia. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, it just wasn't good. And you know, the funny thing is like with Uncharted, it almost falls in the same aspect where it's like, well, the casting of Tom Holland, I think was not great. What's the, the, what's the guy's name who actually voices the character? Nathan Fillion, is that him? No, 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 it's not Nathan. It's, it's not Nathan Fillion. Nathan oh Fillion God. is a Drake lookalike. <laughs> Drake lookalike, that's right, lookalike. Who's that? Who's that guy? Okay. I, I, thought, I thought he actually looked like him, too. I can't remember. But anyways, that's a side point. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, wait. Why am I blanking on the voice actor's name? Nolan North. Oh, there you go. Yes, Nolan North. Nolan North. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess he doesn't really look like uh, as much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, like, I mean, and, uh, Nolan North is a little bit older, but I think Nathan Fillion would have been a better casting or someone a bit older or looks a little older than Tom Holland. But the yeah. point that I'm getting at it's is... That baby face. <laughs> The movie really tries to be like the games and it's just not done very well. Interesting. Like the like like okay, so I watched it and I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it either. And I think the biggest issues I had were the casting and the fact that the movie overall felt meh. You know? That's interesting you, know, that you said that. It made me feel that now that you said that. Because one of my friends who loves movies, goes to movies like every single like every two days, right? Um, and he watches everything that goes on in theaters. He watched Uncharted. And he told me about. It. He was like, "It was a fun movie." It, it, uh, I, he's like, he's played Uncharted, but like, if he's like, if you can forget Uncharted, just watch it for what it is—a movie. It's enjoyable. It's not that bad. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I think if you think about the game and you're comparing it to the game, then you're gonna get upset, right? Which brings me to this point: How many of these movies are just made to be good movies using that IP to try to get more people in just to watch that IP, right? You yeah. get what I'm saying? But they're not doing that IP really, it, yeah. like Halo. You got what I'm saying? Versus yeah. the other ones that we're talking about that are really good. Yeah, they're making a movie for the cash. And they're also living up to the IP. Here's my case. Here's my point with that. Because let's talk about Prince of Persia, for example. The Prince of Persia movie. Prince yeah. of Persia as a game made enough money for you guys to decide to make it into a movie. Because you guys yeah. thought, oh, there's been a, plenty of people who are playing this game. It, it's definitely going to be bringing in, bring in some bucks. And I think the movie made a little bit of money because of just the aspect that people want to go and see the video game adapted, right? Mm -hmm. But like, if the video game is already successful, why, for the love of everything, are you going in and changing and doing things that just like are so separate from this, from this game, right? That just like really separate people from like, from the game. Um, but... Prince of Persia is not the only example. Like, obviously, like Assassin's Creed, just like that's 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 one that I mentioned before that it really it was as a movie that you just go and watch without thinking of anything. You have fun and you can forget about it like a good rental, whatever, whatever. Right. As somebody yeah. who understands the lore of that game pisses me off what happened. Mm -hmm. And. That's that's just it. You know, that's just it. And I think for Assassin's Creed also, the game is successful enough that if you guys had just done more things that were Assassin's Creed related and make you feel more like the game, it would also have been just as successful. Right? Yeah. That's my yeah. opinion. Right? But obviously, they, that didn't happen. And Halo, Halo, my God, they definitely made that show more open for everybody. Like, like for example... I don't know if they want to do the Mandalorian route of having the, the the faceless like main character or whatever, but they'd like pop this guy's face off and show everything. I don't know if the actor really wanted it. I don't remember anymore because of how much I want to forget that movie yeah, uh, yeah. show. Yeah. Dude, like they did it to get a more of an audience instead of doing it for Halo, right? But if you have done the show for Halo, all of us fans would be promoting it for you guys. We would literally have done a podcast praising the f 
fuck out of that thing. Instead, we did one ripping it apart. Dude, I'm pissed. I'm pissed off at them. <laughs> Master <laughs> What is wrong with you guys? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I, I really do hope that the movies and the shows that, that are planning on coming out, you know, like your Twisted Metal, Gears of War, God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn, and, and others, like, I do hope that they take the lessons learned in Halo and the lessons yes. learned in Last of Us and really just see, like, okay, wh- why did Halo f*** up? Why did yep. the last... How was the... Why was the Last of Us so successful? Yep. How can we make our stuff as good as this? And, like, with God of War, that one I'm a bit nervous about. Like, I don't know how they're yeah, going to do it. Yeah, I'm nervous like, about that one, too. Also, like, The Rock, really... I don't know. Maybe no, The Rock cannot be in God of War. Please, for the love of God, do not put The Rock in God of War. I, the, there was a dude, uh, who was a dude who played at Stargate SG-1, uh, to, to Luke, to Luke, what was his name? I heard that, like, he's a voice actor, right? For Yeah, just get the voice actor to do it. Just get, you know? just get him to do it. He's, he's huge. Yeah, he's, he's huge. Perfect. He's perfect. Yeah. He's a little bit old. It don't matter. It dude. don't matter because it's Kratos. It's yeah. perfect. Exactly. Yeah. It's perfect. yeah. Plus, plus you gotta, you gotta, you gotta put like white paint on the guy, anyways. So it's like, don't matter the race, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, dude, Teal, anyway. Teal was his name. Um, uh, Christopher Judge. Yeah, Christopher Judge. Dude. I remember Christopher Judge even saying that like he did God of War like the voice acting like like as like uh like a tribute for his kids like like you know he mm-hmm. really put his heart into it. Yeah. Pfft, come on, dude. Come on. Come that dude is Kratos. Come on. <laughs> yeah, and you know um and I hope that hopefully if these keep doing oh, well, sure. you know, maybe in the future we can get like a Jack and Daxter show or movie, the the Metal Gear movie everyone's been talking about with uh, Oscar Isaac. Uh, I would really like Mass Effect or even Metro to to be adapted. I know Mass Effect is kind of a big ask, but yeah, maybe maybe yeah. something in that universe would be kind of cool. Uh, what about you? So Metal Gear, you said Metal Gear. That's literally number, my number one. That would be the best video game adaptation to a movie because there's so much good, important story to be told there. Like, irrelevant to our day and age today, which is such a big deal, mm-hmm. right? Um, Apex Legends, I would actually really like a show uh, of that because the, there's a lot of characters who interact a lot and they do a lot of comics and stories anyway. So why not? You have a lot that you can go off of. Um, I was thinking yeah. Dark Souls, but I'm not, I'm not so sure on that. You might have to get me later. Because Dark Souls is almost more just better done as a game. I don't think you can necessarily capture that feeling in a in a movie. But it brings me to my last one. A yeah. Legend of Zelda, not necessarily played. And I say that because think about what the Legend of Zelda actually is as a game. There's multiple Legend of Zeldas, right? You have the Hero of Time. You have the Hero of Wind. You have the Hero uh, uh, um, the, of, of the Sky, right? Now you have mm-hmm. the Hero of the Wild. Right. And now you have the, uh, another hero. Right. Give us a movie of a hero, the hero of mm-hmm. sound, call it. I don't know. Right. But give us another hero link that link. Right. Blonde link with with Zelda. Right. With a Zelda and a Ganon or, 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 or an enemy or even like the mage enemy. Right. It can be the mage enemy. Right. But I think a, a, a Zelda adaptation, the way that the way that Nintendo did 
the Super Mario movie, but make it serious, right? You're not it, yeah, obviously Mario yeah. can be more jokey, right? But you do the same type of thing, but you're serious now, right? What you're doing because you're there's a serious content with Legend of Zelda. Yeah. It's very important. The lore, yeah. the story. You Nintendo understands that. That's why uh, uh, Tears of the Kingdom is fan the, the best fucking game out there. You know what I'm saying? They understand that completely right so if they made a movie based on legend of zelda and they stayed so true to that that would be dude i think i would like tear up you know like at the, at the end of that movie because it would just be uh, it, i can't even predict what would happen i just know <laughs> that like you if you can if they can nail that feeling of having gone through the adventure with link mm -hmm. and defeating the enemy at the end oh. hats off it's just a oh. hero's journey, though. But you get what I'm saying? It's just a hero's yeah. journey. But do it with The Legend of Zelda correctly. Hats off. Now, that, now when I say that, though, I, I also say that because I, I, I've, I've told the bros this. Um, I have this theory, and I'm going to hit it real quick. I have this mm -hmm. theory about the, about the Super Mario Brothers movie that came out. And the theory yeah. basically is, is that we're going to get a Smash Bros. movie, Infinity War style, maybe in eight years, ten years. I swear to you guys, I really think it's I really think it's coming down the line because with some of the things that we saw, some of the Easter eggs that we got in a Super Mario movie, you know, some of the uh, uh, like the Lon Lon Ranch uh, people yeah. kind of being depicted as Mario's family in the beginning of the movie. Not only that, but to me and a lot of different people as well on TikTok, and some people have also said this on 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 on, on some uh, uh, like Reddit, for example, the scene yeah. where Mario goes down into those tunnels down in New York and actually gets transported to his tunnel. It feels too much like Majora's Mask. And Link, when he got lost from Hyrule and went into Termina, he went through a tunnel. And that's yeah. how he gets lost and gets stuck on the other side, right? Think uh, about it, everybody. The Mushroom Kingdom, we think it's been connected to Oshis Island. It's been connected to Donkey Kong World because they're just all on the same planet. No. Yeah. They are traveling through tunnels, through interdimensional tunnels, the same tunnels that brought Mario from New York to the Peach, to the Candy Kingdom, to the Candy Kingdom, my God, to the uh, uh, Mushroom Kingdom. This is the same tunnels that they're using to get around from Donkey Kong World and whatever, right? So there's definitely dimensions, right? And not only that, but in the Smash Bros. movie, all these characters are together. Uh, all these characters are together um, fighting like to each other, but fighting a grander enemy, right? And this grander enemy is, is somehow connected to Ganondorf and, and Bowser. You get what I'm saying now? Bowser is an enemy Smash in this Bros. movie, for the right? win. Super Smash Bros. <laughs> mother effing movie, dude. Avengers, man. It's going to be like Avengers style. Movie. Literally Avengers style. But you can't just do that. And you can't just like, like initiate like a bunch of characters, right? Because look at how the Marvel Universe did that. Uh, the cinematic universe. They had an Iron Man movie, a Thor movie, a Captain America movie. So we're going to get a, this is my opinion, we're going to get a, a Super Mario movie, we're going to get a Super Mario 2 movie, but the characters that are going to introduce are not going to be necessarily uh, uh, within the Kong uh, kingdom. It's going to be now Yoshi's Island because at the very end of the movie, the teaser that we got was that the Yoshi egg came through a portal. Portal again, everybody, right? It came through and it was just sitting in New York, not even in the Mushroom Kingdom now, right? So now we have this East Easter egg of, of, of Yoshi. So we're going to get introduced to Yoshi. Who else? Kirby? You get what I'm saying? Man. Like, yeah, cool. like, dude. Yeah, dude. No, I, 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 I dude, mean, the, the possibilities are endless. So if they were to not even do, maybe the Super Mario 2, Yoshi, whatever, and we get some more characters in there, beautiful, right? And you get the, uh, uh, the, the princess girl from the, uh, Super Mario Galaxy show, uh, a game or whatever, you know, the, 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 there, there's yeah, a yeah, lot of things yeah. you can Rosalina, do, right? yeah, but Rosalina. Rosalina, yeah. right? But now I said, remember I said Iron Man and a Thor and a Captain America were separate movies, right? 
that's where I bring in the Legend of Zelda movie. They do a Legend of Zelda movie, and at the very end of it, something happens as a teaser to show us that there's this portal, probably through the Lost Woods, that sends you to New York or sends you to the Mushroom Kingdom. Dude. And that's how we get the Nintendo Cinematic Universe, dude. Disney needs to quake in their boots right now because not only is Nintendo like have theme parks that are going to that are rivaling Disney's like where they're at right and will <laughs> oh rival God. if they open up more in the US they will absolutely rival Disney. the ultimate adaptation the theme the park ul- <laughs> the, the ultimate adaptation literally you bring it to the real world right that's yeah. what Disney has done that's what Walt Disney knew you do these shows people fall in love and they go and see Mickey that's literally the point of that right that you see these people yeah. and then you and the kids love that that's why you do so many shows and it's beautiful and it, and it really is a ton of fun right nintendo yeah. is a company with the amount of money that they have and have made they can actually do that and they are beginning to do that and this first super mario movie they're gonna learn a lot of lessons from it but i i really do believe that that second that second movie that they that, that they put out it's gonna be good like so much better because they're gonna have heard all of all of the issues that we had with the first uh, yeah. with this recent super mario movie oh my God, that's my theory y'all. my, my Yo, brain my just theory. melted my brain just melted that's my conspiracy theory. Unlike Charlie Day in that meme, like, and here, and uh, uh, Pepe Sylvia. Oh, it's Pepe Sylvia. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Charlie Day, fantastic job as Luigi's voice. He is Luigi's voice, bro. That that was, yeah, I loved hearing, and, and I would think about Charlie because I love Charlie from Always Sunny and Philadelphia. Yeah. But I think he was perfect as Luigi because he was just like, oh my God, like all the time. And like, it's just so funny, his voice. And I think it's just, perfect for Luigi and I just dying laughing that Mario gets sent to the beautiful area when they're in the, in the tunnels like in the beginning of the movie like uh, in the portals or whatever like wormholes like Mario gets sent to the beautiful Mushroom Kingdom all beautiful or whatever and Luigi gets sent to like the Luigi's Mansion world <laughs> oh my god it's just of course it happened Luigi of course and I think some people had some issue that we, get, we didn't get more Luigi yo it's not the only movie that's my theory that's my theory I I um I think I'm, uh, yeah, I, I gotta sit down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to think. Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> my brain is melting out of my ears. Yo, when I had that theory though, man, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. I, I, I literally told my wife, I had like, I, I, like, I gave her this master spiel in the car. She was just like, uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> so kudos to her for listening to my rants. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, um, thank you guys so much. Um, we uh, that was quite the conversation. I really enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to all these new adaptations. Uh, oh, but yeah. it, it needed to be said, you know. Like, there's a. I know, like, best case scenario, we just you know we watch a show and we make a review out of, out of it. But I think what's more important is to showcase just the amount of good video game content we have besides the video games themselves. Absolutely, and, bro. I mean, I can't wait for you to watch Sonic Boom and Sonic Prime and let me know what you think. Uh, I need to go yeah. watch the Dragon Age uh, show because I just started playing uh, Origins again. Can we, like, do a watch party on Discord and watch Doom, like, one of these days? You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, that'd be like, fun! Bro. Bro. Yes! <laughs> uh, I'm down, I'm down, I'm down. I'm 100% down, dude. down. I'm down, I'm down. Yeah. But, like, the, the whole idea that, like, 
there's a curse. I think it's it's not a curse. It's like it's like anything, even with like adapting a book or it's not a curse, it's a negligence. Yeah, it's negligence. Yeah. It's not that can it be made into a movie? Yes, it can be. Can it be made into a show? Yes, it can be. But you need a not you need a A respect where it comes from. Yep. And B not butcher it. So it's like by respecting it, you create you try to create something in the same vein and maybe add your spin to it. So you know, again, like the best example, I think, is The Last of Us. I think so, too. Because it has all the things we love about The Last of Us. It has the great story, the great acting, the great script, the thematic elements. Yeah, the thematic elements of the show are in the game. But at the same time, they add to it. So now that you play the game, you'll think about the, the show. Or when you watch the show again or after beating the game, you'll just enjoy it more. You know, and so yeah. I think that's the key where it's like, if you're going to make a pepperoni pizza, make a pepperoni pizza. But if you want to <laughs> add to it, then yeah, add your jamon, your bacon, you know, your pineapple. If that's Yeah. And if you dig it. But, you know, as long as if you decide to make a vegan pizza with some vegan pepperoni, people can be like, that's not pizza. <laughs> just say <laughs> yeah yeah i think people are gonna fight you if you put that pineapple on some pizza too or especially don't don't dress it up as a I know. Pizza Hor- horrible a analogy pizza. horrible analogy but my idea is that you gotta you gotta respect what came before and what's already established and then you can make your own story off of that and halo tried but they fucked it too much they, so, dude, oh my god. You know, god. like they fucked it way too <sighs> much. But anyway, Yo, that's wow, my god. Again, <laughs> Master Cheeks. Master, Master Cheeks. Cheeks. You know what? You know what? If it's a Master Cheeks show, all right, man, put it on Pornhub. Fine. <laughs> oh, god. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, thank you, Master Rain. Um, we've missed you. Uh, glad you're Thanks, back. Thanks, man. Um, and uh, thank you everyone for listening to today's podcast uh, that's that's it for tonight thank you for joining us remember to follow us on all our social media check out the links below and remember of course to leave us a comment or uh, five stars depending on the, what platform you're listening and uh, yeah we're looking forward to our next episode uh, Master Rain any final thoughts? Uh, hopefully you guys will see more of me online uh, like on Twitch playing more games uh, probably play uh, Cyberpunk here a little bit since Cyberpunk has been really good again now uh, so yeah. I'm really happy to, to stream that and then Tears of the Kingdom of course and uh, uh, maybe if I end up buying Diablo I'll, I'll play that with <laughs> with the yeah, boys I'll, who I'll are play, level 5000 yeah. I can play I, I can play with you if you buy it I'll play with you I'll let you know. Yeah, because 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 we also want to play Battle Bit. Battle Bit. We also want to play a few other co-op games, Outlast. So there's 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 a few games we definitely need to prioritize. So we'll see. Absolutely. Anyway, adios amigos. This is Silly Squirrel signing out. Peace. Yo, seriously, bro, go watch Sonic Boom, man. That's funny. Sonic about bamboo.